That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. Hey, y'all. Hey. Welcome back to another episode of Girl That's Scary. It's Jazz, the 40-ounce connoisseur, and... It's your girl, Cat Daddy. And we are here to talk about the Evil Dead franchise again. Now, if you scroll all the way back to, like, what, 2020? Wow, that was, like, almost three years ago. Uh, yeah. 2020. <laughs> we have, like, a 34-minute episode because it was a lot going on that day. So it's perfect with a new movie coming out to go ahead, revisit it, talk, chop it up, and talk about the movies. And, you know... Just to get our thoughts, especially how we feel about it, you know, as time has passed, as we've seen multiple viewings. And I, this time, have actually started watching the show. Evil Dead, Ash vs. Evil Dead. I finished it. Okay. I did. It's going to be on Stars now. It's leaving Netflix. Okay, cool. Yeah. But we have Stars as well. Because I was like, damn. I watched it in a day. I was like, it's fun. We'll we'll get into it. Mm Because it's not much to, you know, it's the things. But... Let's just start with an overview of the entire franchise because the baseline story, and they're all connected. So pretty much some people go to a cabin and they find a book and the book has a lot of evil because once you start reading the forbidden words. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And we all know you don't read from the book. Like, that's pretty much it. If you've seen the movie Cabin in the Woods, this is pretty much the storyline that this kind of like gets this kind of skeleton from. So yeah, that's this is this is pretty much all of the Evil Dead things. Now, um, before we hop into actually, you know what? Spoiler alert. Gonna go ahead and throw that on there just in case anything pops out of our mouth in the next like whatever fucking time period. But before we dive into all of these films, um, Jazz, like, how do you feel about the Evil Dead, like, as franchise or film series? I know they're not all like, this is a franchise. We all know, like, yeah. This is a franchise. Girl. Yeah. There's the same base story with the same, like, it, the Necromicon really is in here, girl. Y'all are connected. Y'all are cousins. Stop playing with us. Y'all are at the same cookout. I don't have time to deal with y'all. But I like the Evil Dead a lot. It wasn't one of my favorites going up, not because I didn't like it, but I just didn't watch it. I don't remember that one coming on tv as much mm-hmm. i remember the you know they talked about the deadites i knew it was a dude with a chainsaw arm when i was a young warhog right and then i'd seen it like pieced together but you know you might have seen part of the first one part of the second one and thinking they the same movie and they not the same movie because then when i came back as a grown-up and like oh let me just watch the whole one the first one all the way through i was like damn where the fuck the chainsaw arm at 
This I I just knew that was a part of the movie, and that is not in the first movie. A lot of people, you know, they just mashed them together, kind of. But they are two movies with two separate tones. I enjoy the first one the most. That's why I like the 2013 remake a lot. I like two a lot as well. Army of Darkness, I like. It's not one of my favorites because it's a whole lot of Three Stooges bits. And y'all know Sam Raimi love him some Three Stooges. He loves somebody get punched in the face and go, oh, stuff falling on you, Pratt mm-hmm. Falls, that kind of stuff. Wilhelm Scream, all that kind of shenanigans. I I enjoy It's a good time. I will watch Army of Darkness again. I'm not going to stop. But I'm not about to just put that on because I'm not a comedy girl. And Army of Darkness is a comedy girl. <laughs> like, that's a comedy girl. It does have some decent gore and some fun shit, but it's funny as a bitch. And the new one is fun because it kind of mixes up a little bit of two, a little bit of the first one. I also feel like I saw a sprinkle of Drag Me to Hell in there. And I feel like that's because I just watched Drag Me to Hell. It's because somebody tried to be like, "Mm, Sam Raimi had nothing to do with that. And I'm like, I know he didn't direct it, but I also feel like... He his his handprint was on there somewhere. It felt sprinkled in. It I thought really he like felt. was part of the the producer's credit somewhere. That's what yeah, I him and Bruce Campbell. But well, then people, you, you know, but you know, people do. They be like, well, that means he gave the money. That's not always just what that means. Sometimes it means they give you money. Sometimes it means they give you money and they be on set and they be you know and stuff. And also, people underestimate what money can do. Money is influence. So I just you know just Man's putting that out names. there. Uh, but if you didn't like it, that's fine. Cause there was a lot of people who didn't like it and there was things not to like with the new one, but there was a lot of stuff to like though. I'm not going to lie to everybody, especially if you like Evil Dead and you're a fan, you watch those movies. Cause after watching it, watching the OG ones, I was like, Hmm, that's a callback. Oh, that's a callback. Oh, that's a callback. Kind of like when Scream 5 came out and it was like, this is all this fan service. Me looking in the camera. I'm the fan. <laughs> I'm the fan. So I... I can definitely understand some of the dislike, but also some of the love for the new one. I like Evil Dead. It's a solid fucking franchise. I was saying in the spoiler free, I don't think there's a bad Evil Dead movie. None of them are bad. None of them are bad. No. I'm crying. I looked into the sky. But, um... Uh yeah, I agree, I agree with you for a lot of things. Um, there are some things that I'm like looking past you, girl, but it's also okay. That's fine. I agree with you. I do not remember Evil Dead and all those things being or, or Army of Darkness for real, kind of catching that on the TV growing up. It might have been on the TV, but I might have skipped it to be fair. Um, the first time I really kind of like, okay, I'm going to seek out this film was in college, so around like, you know, 06, 07, and had rented it from the library, the local library. So that was a choice and that was a time and um it was a good choice to be honest the movie really was like wow this is um this is what y'all doing with the movie dollars like this is what's really going on and i can honestly tell you like after that so seeing the evil dead 1981 um seeing that and then later coming back watching evil dead 2 and army of darkness like i agree with you like i understand there was some kind of things going on with like uh copyright and all that other jazz and who owned what and what all is going on and some kind of disruptancy between, you know, the Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2. And, you know, we still got the same story. Like, Evil Dead 2 is Evil Dead minus a couple friends. It's just Ash and his girl, and then everybody else come late. It literally is that. And then you add some JKs, it's like a whole, like, oh my God, is this really happening? Is this not happening? And that's and that's cool, because they kind of hint a bit to that in the first one. I, when I, when I'm seeing these other movies, my first initial thought is like, okay, I see how people um, really like this, but I know it's not for me. Like, I really, really enjoy The Evil Dead. Um, it's scary. It still, like, gives... It has skin-crawly moments for me. Um, it still fucks me up. I can do without that tree scene. 
that shit is just still like, okay, <laughs> what's going on? Uh, if someone put on Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness, I wouldn't claw my eyes out. I'd just be like, okay. You know, there were some JKs. There were some moments. I do appreciate how all the stories advance the lore, spread out the world, um, and give more information. So I'm always going to be a fan of that. Evil Dead 2013, I really enjoyed that movie. It was just like, it didn't really have any JKs. Like, if it, it gave very much the Evil Dead. Like, there's nothing funny about this shit at all. And I am excited. And and then, of course, with Evil Dead Rise, like, I, I have some feelings. I have some thoughts. Like, I did not dislike it. I, I feel like I saw a different movie than everybody else saw. But I was like, okay, cool. Like, I, I'm not going to be like, oh, cut this shit off. But I was just like, it very much reminded me of Satan's Slaves Communion while I was watching it. And I'm not sure um, if anybody was influenced or our brains were synced up because that's sometimes what happens as humans. Like, we just be tight like that and that's cool. But it very much gave that. And it could just be the apartment scenario for me and how shit was going crazy. And there's also, like, spoiler alert for Satan's Slaves. Um, but there's also, like, some undead situations in that movie too. Um, so that was also a little familiar for me, but those, those were my thoughts. Wow. Okay. This is new information for me, for you bring it up. Somebody also mentioned Evil Dead Community. Somebody also mentioned Demons too, as well right. with the apartments, undead things, walking around, whatever supernatural shit. There's a, a few other movies. Like I think The Raid um, is one of them where you have like pretty much apartment complexes and y'all are trapped in and there's some kind of imminent danger, whether it be zombies, killers, something, whatever's going on. I... I, I do have thoughts about the first one, but now that you say Evil Dead, I mean, uh, Satan Slaves Communion, wow. Mm, yeah. Uh, and I'm okay. pretty sure they didn't see it. Like, I'm pretty sure they, the fact that your brain was in that same space, this story is, there. This, if, so if you're listening to this and you haven't seen Satan Slaves 2 Communion and you hadn't seen Satan Slaves, this is the time for you to go, hey, let me write it down, baby. Satan Slaves is a movie. This is a time. It's good. It's a little lengthy, but it's a time. Satan Slaves 2 Communion, it was a time. So- it's your time to go ahead and check that out. And I'm like, Bo, I, I dead ass was like, uh, is this Satan Slaves Communion? Plus or minus? Even down oh to the God. elevator shenanigans? Yeah. Oh, wow. The I did. Okay. Hey, so, hey, and you know, I love go, Satan Slaves go. Communion, but I'm like, I'm a little like, damn, because Satan Slaves Communion is a lot scarier. Now, I will say, no, I'm not even going to say this. It's what it, what's going on with them is deeper because the Deadeye shit is, you, they expanded the story in a new one. So I'm like, mm, y'all could have been just a little scarier um, because Satan Slaves Communion gives it to us. Say they, That movie was fucking me up. Okay, it was fucking me up left and right. So I, mm, I'm going to put that in my pocket and think about it because I definitely be throwing Satan Slaves on Here her background watching that and um i forgot them oh the medium they, those are not related but those are fun to throw in the background lots of scares okay that all right that's new information i still like evil dead 2 a bit not as much as evil dead 1 not as much because i it has some comedy yeah the comedy is okay all right girl well you know three stooges and again if you like slapstick pratfall somebody get punched in the face anvil's falling on niggas like i mean there's no, i don't think there's an actual anvil falling on people but things you know falling on people then i think evil dead 2 and army of darkness are going to be a great time for you but if you're not into that comedy shit you know the first one 2013 are going to be your bag the new one doesn't have 
that many JKs. I do feel like there's like a few little things in there, but it's not as serious as the 2013 one, which I have on in the background. And that shit is scary. I got to look away sometimes when I watch a new one. But let's, you know, go ahead. Oh, and also where y'all can find these. You had to rent. I I had to rent the first three. Like, so Evil Dead 1, Evil Dead, Evil Mm -hmm. Dead 2, and uh, Army of Darkness had to rent. Mm -hmm. You can find um, Evil Dead 2013 on Pluto TV. It was on Stars, but now it's on Pluto TV, which is free. Okay. Okay. I have the the free. Okay, you got the DVD. And um, the new one is still in theaters. We did see that in theaters. And Ash vs. Evil Dead, which is a series attached to this, is going to be on Stars. It was on Netflix. It's now on Stars. And I got through season one, so I'll talk about that a little bit. Okay, cool. All right, so let's get to this first movie that everybody knows. We already said the story. The friends, there's five of them. They're pulling up. It's a couple. It's two couples and a sister off to the side. Bruce, Bruce Campbell, Ash got his sister up here. I don't know why she's up here. Maybe she's cool with everybody. Anyway, they go across this rickety bridge, get in the cabin. And after, it's already creepy. I would have already turned around, right? Because it's just the wind howling, the, the chair rocking a little. It's just too much. It's a cellar mm-hmm. dank. Like, it just don't. I don't feel safe, but if they decide to stay, because you know it's 1981, whatever, I guess that's how cabins in the woods look back then. Um, whatever. I'm like, nah, this no, this one ain't got no, ain't no Wi Fi over here. Oh, I gotta go. <laughs> gonna leave Mm-mm. that's okay we can have some playing cards you know i like card games you already know i will bring the pickup sticks movie. you can be sick of fucking tired of me bitch i ain't playing no cards in this movie You're i will play no- pickup sticks well, but i'm not playing no cards in this movie because the card scene is one of the scarier scenes for me yes i feel like pickup sticks would make everything go left too honestly mm, you gonna have pick up stick in your councils it's mm. a lot of eye stuff yeah, no. I I just think we should we should pack up our games and turn back around. And if we gotta go across that bridge, I'd rather fall to my doom than become a dead eye bitch. I don't have time for that. They're gonna be fucking up your credit, just ruining your reputation. We talked about this. They're gonna get on your live and start, you know, putting their tongue in between the motherfucking box yeah. cutter for party tricks and shit. Don't nobody come on, bitch. Turn my computer turn my phone off. What are you doing? How you get my code? <laughs> and I know the face recognition not gonna work. You to fuck my shit up. You should not have access. Up. For party tricks, I'm just imagining somebody pulling up. You on the live, like, hey, girl, okay, join my live. And somebody got on some motherfucker makeup. You thinking they got SFX on? Like they about to go to a motherfucker Halloween party? Then they start flicking that thing across the time. It's not that kind of party, ma'am. This is a Wendy's. <laughs> Bitch, you're gonna be bad. They're gonna start calling the fucking uh, Instagram police. Excuse me, shut the page down. This is violating the community uh, laws. We gotta get this bitch the fuck out of here. I cannot, but no, but, like here's the real thing. You're right. the The building that they go to is scary. It looks off putting. It's scary. It looks off putting. It's real dank, and not even just for 1981 or even 79. Like just to imagine it's filmed beforehand. Because I'm be honest with you, if a date was said, y'all, and I know someone's probably yelling it. Shout out to you, my brother in the back, because I cannot remember it. So it do not matter. It do not matter. But also shout out to you. All right. And they're in this house, and they're looking out the window, and I'm like, girl, y'all had to go around the river bend, over a lake, over the river, and through the woods to get here. There's no real road. Um, why are you still here? And you already know when you coming across some old bullshit in the house, you shouldn't be trying to touch that stuff. You should just get the fuck out of here. And so before they even find the things, like the wind starts doing magical stuff, the sister drawing some shit on the on the book in the back. She's just going through it, trying to sit up here and just, it's just a lot, girl. They just trying to mind their business, eating dinner. And then they discover the cellar. And we already know when you find some shit downstairs, like, honestly, here's the real thing. Because I was watching these movies and I was thinking like, you know how people always go, what would what would you do when you're... You know, a little shit like that. But a little... 
I didn't cut myself off. Well, what would you do if you know you was at home and you opened like a surprise trap door and you found this shit in the basement? And my immediate answer is I would recognize like, oh, and then I would just move on about my day like that shit's nothing. I would never know what's in the basement unless something like a force drugged me down there. I would never know what's in the basement. And so the movie is over. Bruh, like, I would have never even... I was like, why that cell is crazy. Even if it... I didn't think it was supernatural, right? I would assume that the stairs are probably rotted through. We shouldn't go down. Anyway, for injury purposes, just a nail, anything. Rats, you know I don't do mice. That's not happening. Right. Um, So I'm like, all right, well, I'm not going down there. They go down there. They go pull up a motherfucking tape recorder, bitch, and a book that clearly looks like a face, bitch. This shit definitely looks like Leatherface had this shit on his face, like, and they just wrapped it around a book like a book cover. Remember, you have to make the book covers for school. Yeah, cover your books. Well, brown paper, brown paper bags. Yes, yes. Or newspaper, whatever. This look like it stink. Books usually smell warm and welcome. It. This look like it smell like booty holes. <laughs> it definitely smelled like the inside of uh, old Pearsons. It definitely mm, uh, tonsil stones. Yuck! But it, well, old belly buttons. This mm, thing earring backs. They brought it up anyway, oh, and it was like, okay, we bringing the book up, and they go open. They didn't open it. Well, they flipped through it, but it's disturbing. I would have left it downstairs. I don't know what it is about hearing a tape or seeing a CD with no no nothing on it going, let me hit play on this. Nothing about that makes me want to go, you know what? This is an unnamed... You don't know what the fuck is... It could be fucking people getting actually hurt on film and shit. You, it could be all kinds of filth on these films. You don't know mm-hmm. what it is. It could be anything. I wouldn't even be thinking supernatural. What if this is evidence to a crime? Let me mind my motherfucking business and not hit play on this tape. We already in this dusty ass place and I feel like there's a bestest in this cabin, bitch. I don't think we should be in here. Chaz, I'm not even gonna hold you. If somebody had the idea to be like, all right, let's go camping. I'm gonna go, okay, great. I guess we going, you know, because you know you you know me, okay? Hey, what's the itinerary? We, we booked that. Let me get the address because you know I'm on the Google machine. I'm looking at the reviews. I'm looking at everything. I trust Google you, but I need to street. be. I need to figure out what's going on. So if we get here and this is what the Airbnb of choice looks like, bitch, I'm not sleeping here. You played. Your friends played. I I, I think we're friends, but I don't know why you played like this. And so not even. I think we're friends. We are. And I'm just can't believe that you did this. And so I don't even know. Like these pillows look dusty. It looks a little little tired in here. This is not it. This is not it. And now y'all got this kind of shit popping off in the basement? No. No. And then somebody has the nerve to press play. Always. That's what blow. I don't care how many times. My boyfriend was like, oh man, they about to go in the house. You know some more bullshit about to happen as soon as they go in the basement. Why do they always do this? And I'm like, you know what? That's a good question. Like, why is this always, it's, you know, we know it's a trope, but why is this always happening? And as much as I'm like asking this question, I'm not tired of this story yet. I, I just really, but I am tired of these people like press a play on the tape. I want to see a movie where the people ignore it and try to, you know, be about their bullshit and mind their business. And the ghost said, bitch, you thought it was, I still got your ass. That's what I want to see. Yes. And there's also other lore. Like there's other, like, especially when you start watching the show. So I'm like, some of this shit could have been used, especially in that newer movie. And there's part of it that is used in that newer movie. But I'll, I'll get to that later. But I'm just like, girl, the fact that y'all even kept pressing play. And then it's not like everybody's stupid. The girls is like, turn that shit the fuck off, bitch. I don't like that. Turn it off. Turn it. And they're like, I'm going to just, someone stops it and they press play again. 
Let me tell you something right now. Not only is the trip over, this is fighting words. I'm going to kick over the thing, unplug it, and I'm about to whoop your ass because I said stop and I have boundaries and you want to keep playing. You put this shit in your headphones then, bitch. You listen to it on your motherfucking self. Don't don't make me listen to it. I don't want to deal with this shit. And like, come on. Girl, fuck you. No, seriously. There are a lot of girl fuck you moments in this movie. Like... Whether it's situation with another human or situational in general, like there's this obviously after the the words are being read out loud and the voice is getting really deep like this and all kinds of creepy shit. You see like the camera starts sweeping through the trees. It kind of does it in the beginning too, Um, but a lot of sweeping motions and actions, you know, feeling like something's flying in, something's coming in to swoop in and attack. Um, and people getting it taken aback, that spirit jumping in you, amen. Um, and it's getting these people up the fuck out of here. Now, there is a trigger warning um, for sexual assault um, because the tree is really out here violating another human. Not a good time. Very disturbing. Definitely a choice made by Sam Raimi. Like a really fucking, uh, that was a really fucking choice of a choice. Um, yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah, let's let's add that in there. Now I feel like I've heard of the, like you know interviews and stuff. He's like, I, I regret doing. It. I shouldn't even did all that. And you don't see it in the other movies like that. Yeah, but I don't know. The trees still be suggestive because why are you always pulling bitches' legs apart? Like why? What is the purpose of that? Yeah, and okay. In the, in the 2013 one, like there's not the tree going inside of somebody, but there's something that still goes inside of. Mia through between her legs. So it's still all suggestive. Like at the end of the day, all you niggas is wilding. Wilding hard. Okay. Now, after they've done the shit, you know, you read the book, the Latin, the motherfucking evil is in POV flying through the fucking forest. I love that. And that continues often. You see the thing is flying and it always runs into somebody and whoops their ass. And it definitely gets, well, it gets Cheryl first because she was in the woods. She come back, they can't get out. We're bridge break, whatever. And they playing this car game, this scary scene. They, you know, they playing the guess a game, right? And the bitches get it wrong because it's Shelly and um, Linda playing, I think. They get it wrong. Why the fuck Cheryl gonna turn around and she's saying all the cards and her voice is changing and she turned around like, bitch i'm a fucking that i like literally her eyes are white with them scary ass, them big thick contacts. They look scary and the makeup is still pretty simple like they didn't have to make their hair bust it open or whatever it was just the contacts and the acting and the light the makeup was enough um so now you got a deadite in the room and the deadite is attacking somebody else and usually what happens a deadite attacks somebody they are now a deadite like they scratch you bite you whatever you it's like infectious i feel like so you to fuck somebody another bitch up so guess what you got now there's two deadites bitch and you know what? I really like that about this situation. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to come. And you see this continue on in other films. What? And actually, I think all the films, whether you get scratched, all that, wow, you about to turn into that shit. I'm like, okay, even if they stared at you too hard, I don't even know what it is. Like, even if they just like, ooh, bump into you, the fact that they bumped your ass, it's over. Like, that is wild as fuck to me. So yeah, the Dead Eyes, the Dead Eye Gang is going through everybody real quick. One of these bitches getting tossed in the basement, and that's where you see her go, rah, and start shaking their head. And just, it's just the fact. Okay, so 
I know this is another one of those sets that have the story of like, you know, the cast and the crew went through like grueling recordings, kind of like on some, um, what is that, Texas Chainsaw Massacre shit, like, you know, it was real hot, you know, it was really uncomfortable through some scenes, all of that jazz. Um, and unfortunately slash fortunately, like, it kind of just, you know, turns, you can see that on the screen, like, because of the grittiness, it, it's kind of effective, like, it really adds to what all is going on. And for the time, like, dare I say groundbreaking, um, because, you know, it's it's it inspired so much of the shit that we have now. Um, but you're seeing these people go through this. They're going back and forth. They obviously figure out they can't get out of here. So now they're just very much trying to survive the night. Survive the night and survive the night with all my friends. But it's really hard because my friends keep turning into deadites. Uh, and they keep trying to kill me. And I'm running around this property. Um, and then we get to a situation where Ash is, you know, basically by himself, by himself. Because all of his friends is dead. Push me to the edge. And so that's that's pretty much how this movie goes. And this is where I think how they were like trying to take that into the next film of like, is this really happening? Is this not happening? Did Ash just like go crazy, air quotes, whatever that is, because I didn't even want to say that. Did he not, you know, hold it all together and killed all of his friends and his girl and all that other stuff? Or did, you know, because someone read the book, this is what's really happening to them. Like the Necromicon really got them in a chokehold like this. Um... I think the answer is the Necromicon got you in a chokehold like this. Like, that's really Definitely. what's going on. Definitely. The Necromicon whooped your ass. Because at that point, you making this low-budget film. You on, you on like, little boats. You making shots. Like, you just running around with a camera and shit. At the, you ain't got no heat on the drink. All right? So, they just out here in the cold being deadites. So, they probably won't think about making no franchise, no second movie. They was just like, this is our project. Woo! And then it was like, oh, okay, it kind of blew up a little bit more than we thought. We're getting the second movie. It's going to make some fun. So they kind of went to that route, but the second movie has a more definitive ending and ties directly into Army of Darkness. So the whole beginning of the movie is just Ash recapping what the fuck happened. And they just delete, like Cass said, they literally deleted the other Sims and they just only put two in the car yep. and made it a romantic weekend. And this story introduces, it is the same characters when you hear the reading, it's somebody, uh, a professor, not a professor, but you know, somebody who studies, I don't know if it's a um, paleontologist or whatever they'd be doing. Is that dinosaurs? I don't know. Someone who studies old things. And I <laughs> will you. find the ologist soon, but it is someone yeah. who is so, so some sort of a scholastic person who is out here getting to the knowledge. Amen. Yes. So they're over here living their best life and. Oh, wait, I had to look it up. It, nope. Well, it's animals and plants. So humans are animals, paleontologists, I would say. Um, there you go. Whatever. They are living their best life. They're like, oh, we was in um in Kandar. We found all this shit. It's those same people, right? So this time, they're still hearing that radio and it plays. And you got a Linda Ballerina dancing headless in the fucking um, forest and shit. This oh, introduces some fun lore where the sunlight, like during it, like... Ash gets his ass beat too, and you see Ash as a deadite in the second movie, and he's out there, and the sunlight hits him, and the deadite shit just go back in his body. So I'm like, okay, they don't bang with sunlight. I mean, okay, whatever. We get this information, cool, and he go back to the cabin, or he get found out by the new people coming up because the daughter of the paleontologist and the scientist people and whatever, and their wife, they was like, ooh. My daddy was up here. I don't know where the fuck he at. He missing, bitch. He is being tortured in hell. Okay, he got his ass whooped because he was doing way too much. I don't know what made him start reciting that fucking lead. Actually, your daddy is his all his fault. Uh, he could be a burden in hell because it's his fault. He shouldn't have opened that fucking book and started reading. It's actually on him, his fault. And they started reading or whatever, and 
they're like, oh, we got to find them. And Ash is in there. They get to the cabin. You've got to find these other people who are just out there who are locals and get them to carry the bags. You get up there, Ash accidentally shoots somebody. So they think Ash is the problem. Clearly, I would too. You think somebody just shoots you out of nowhere. They're covered in blood. Your daddy did. It's getting real weird in here. But then her mama is a dead eye in the, cat, in the cellar. Who's in my fruit cellar? That scene was over the top. And honestly, like, I did, I will say I did like when Ash was down there and they had like the, help, get me, let me out, I'm trying to get out of here, somebody else, somebody's down there in the basement with him, bro. And he's like, help. And they're like, it's just, I really enjoyed that. Also, um, Bobby Joe is paid by Cassie uh, Paiva or Paiva, aka Blair Kramer. From One Life to Live. That's my girl Blair. So I just, you know, so so us. I know she's been on other shows, but I was like, oh, look, is that Blair? Zooms in. It is. That's so funny. You said her name. I was like, who is that? And you know I see One Life to the Live. The soaps. And you know me. I'm about to call. I'll call you out. I love that. I love that people who are in your favorite soap operas, your favorite whatever kind of films. Like, a lot of people got their first start in some sort of horror film. So, ba-down. Ta-da. But yeah, they was in there. Mama's in a fruit cellar whooping ass. So now we now believe and understand that no, 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 no. There's some evil shit going on here. It's not just Ash beating people's ass. That's not what's happening. No, it's definitely way bigger than them. And then, like, we learn between this movie and the next movie, like, it's endless Necromicons. Like, there's, like, three different ones to our knowledge could possibly be more. Um, They could be JKs. They could be real. Who fucking knows? And then they have, like, a whole theory, like... One movie is for this book and the other movie is the newer movie is for another book and the remake is for another book. And I'm like, girl, this is y'all are losing me, but I'm okay. I'm bobbing my head like Jay-Z trying to get into it. Like it's lit. Um, but yeah, so in this movie, like the the other the girl comes back, like she said, with with uh Billy Bo Job and all everybody friends. Yep, the Billy Bo Job. You heard exactly what I said. And, you know, the Deadites, it just gets to all of them. Everybody's got the Deadite juice in their eyes now. And we end up with a situation that right when, I guess, Ash has solved, air quotes, everything, he gets sucked into a time warp. And then we end up in the past. And Army of Darkness picks up directly from that. Um, And we see Ash yelling no into the abyss repeatedly after they're like, you're going to help us get rid of the Deadites. And they have on like medieval turn of the century outfits on. And I'm like, wow, this is, this is escalating. Like I see, like it very much gives like, what's those, those like slapstick stories um, that used to come from like Britain and, and, um. Oh, you talk about the Bonnie Python drink? Yes. And I'm like, that's what it's very much given. Like, uh, what is that? Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Yes. All of those. And, and I really enjoy Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Holy Grail. Right. All of those films. And you wanted to go ahead and throw a spin on it. Not sure if that's on purpose or not. I'm definitely listening. But this is, this is where this movie is going. Like two is basically one plus or minus some things. Um, I did like the puppetry. I like the, the dramatic ass um, deer on the wall when he's like that, when everybody start yelling and everything's yelling like dead by dawn. I'm like, you're not going to get out of here. I'm laughing at you with your bitch ass. <laughs> it's it's weird, wow. but over the top. Yeah, it's that's definitely fun. I like the effects with the eyes. Like the when they look into his eyes, that was a super cool effect. I enjoy the turn of the story of someone's coming to look for the daddy. Also, I don't know how many, how's all these people getting across this fucking bridge? This bridge is, come on, come on. How much more can a bridge take? Well, some of them uh, walked up pathway around the side because the bridge was already destroyed 
The bridge was destroyed. Uh-huh. Yep. On this one, uh, Ash and Linda realized the bridge was destroyed real early. And so, because Ash killed Linda off the break. Like, they just got there. That thing turned up immediately. The movie was barely on. And then when they were trying to get across, the local people were like, hey, the, the bridge is fucked up, but that's okay. We know a trail. So they tried to take a trail. And I'm like, okay, but y'all y'all ignoring this big red flag? Like, girl, you're this pressed to get these pages from the book back to the book. And there is a reason, maybe there's a reason why all this shit is separate also why do y'all even have this like who did y'all take this from why are these people always doing some shit like this we could just mind your business like why are you always disturbing the peace and not like ludicrous and his friends like why you always got to do that that's what i want to know not like ludicrous and his friends bitch i'm sick of your shit um i have questions and i demand answers well the deadites whooped all of their ass all of their ass except ash and of course ash had has already sawed his own hand off in this movie and replaced it with a chainsaw and it's literally i don't know how you know logistically that's working but fuck it we're live uh and in the army of darkness they dragging him through the jank and he's like retelling the story again i feel like every movie except for the new new one in 2013 because even in ash vs evil dead he keeps you know there's a lot of flashbacks this one he's like oh god so then i went on this went out with my girl and i got this book and then the dead i start whooping my ass and i read from the book and i went through time and now i'm here it looks like 1300 or 14 i don't know what the fuck and now they about to whoop my ass they think i'm running with this dude because him you know back then people was always beating and they would just pull up on your spot with some arrows and shit just start whooping your ass and taking your shit and they was beefing with this other gang from around like you know down the street you know a a day or two ride however far away they are and they done thrown ash in the motherfucking but like pit like the 300 pit but it's not as deep because he ain't die but they throw his ass in the pit and they're like here you go get in there uh, if you fight the dead eyes, pretty much meet your doom because you are an enemy. Bitch, I just yep. got here. I clearly have on a denim shirt. Y'all motherfuckers ain't even got denim. You know I ain't even with these niggas. Look at my outfit. They must have thought that automatically meant he had them hands. And they said, yeah, okay, look at your shiny ass fit. I feel you. Get down there and get the record, hoe. And that's exactly what he did. And he was just fighting for his life, Lord, because that's all he could do. And he was like, the people were like, oh, wow. And he just cats, dolls, mama, daddies, everybody. He getting them up out of here. And I'm not even gonna hold you. Like, I know the girls are gonna fight me. This is one of my least favorite movies out of all of these. And it's the most forgettable for me. It is also my least favorite, but I also still kind of like this movie. I'm not mad about it. I like the skeleton fights because I just like seeing skeletons go to war. Kind of like the orcs when uh, they go to war, Lord of the Rings. Like, I know the movie's long as a bitch, but I'm like, the orcs are fighting, so it's okay. But um, outside of that, mm, okay, it's people in shiny suits. I definitely support this. Uh, I like. I think it's a little funny. Like again, like I like those money. Uh, the holy, the body part that is a holy grail. I enjoyed those. Those are fun. Um, little history stuff. There's lots of blood, yes. but also people are. And I know that everybody loves Bruce Campbell. I enjoy Bruce Campbell as well. But he's got a he's kind of an asshole. And I know they play that part up that he is an asshole. Um, but also like it's hard for me to root for characters like that. I think other people might have a, you know, easier time rooting, but like he just, you know, he's leaving the bitches out, especially when we get to like Ash versus Evil Ted. Oh my I'm like, oh y'all rooting for this guy? He's a dickhead. Um, he's fun. He says some fun stuff, groovy, that's a fun line. Groovy. Okay. The, the, the Deadites have fun lines. Like Dead by dawn, one by one, we will take you. Yes, I, I'm gonna swallow your soul. I get it. I like. I enjoy those classic. Yes, they be meaning that shit too. Um, we learned that Ash worked at S Mart. He had a regular, regular job. 
And he just really want to get back to his regular ass job and get the fuck up out of here. He is tired of fighting deadites. He wants to go home. But in order to go home, they don't send his ass on a quest, bitch. Like it's Skyrim. Get your ass on here. Get your will of cheese. Go to the stop by the store. Get your armor, bitch. Okay? Because we need you to go to the book and you need to say these words. And you know Ash ain't shit because he makes it there, fights many me's of himself, and he find a book. It's three books. And this motherfucker, forget the fucking words. He gonna try to say the words under his breath. And then <laughs> that ain't work. So he tried to say some other shit. And the book opened. He was like, yeah, I got the book. And they was like, did you say the words? He was like, I mean, maybe I did say all the words. Okay, damn. And it was like, bitch, WDA's about to come whoop our ass. Oh my God, you asshole. So he was about to leave, but now he fight and they fight. The skeleton fight is the best part. Because the skeletons are like... <laughs> they're having all these pratfalls they playing little fucking skeleton drums they're yelling out like woo they're falling like oh no they are like they okay, are that tearing is it up the skeletons are <laughs> i i was having a good time with that i could rewatch that skeleton scene a lot not gonna lie to you that actually is the best scene okay like i said when i when i'm like oh this movie they're fighting they're going on a quest the girl is like the love interest like she's got she's got the deadites in her now she's like got sassy jokes like all kinds of stuff and i'm like okay this is cool like but it's you know i expect ash to have like a love interest because that's what he do he come in he sweep up the bitches like he wields his boomstick that's also what he does he occasionally says groovy that's just what he does so seeing these skeletons coming in with these shields and jumping off the buildings and doing all this fun stuff that was something i did enjoy it's kind of like when the spiders jump off the buildings and eight-legged freaks and they go woohoo and it doesn't turn you off it just makes you giggle a little bit because it's childish that's how i felt about that like i do my laugh box was not broken for that one i did chuckle a little bit i there we go but other than that like this movie is really slapstick if slapstick horror comedy is your thing like you would and you've never seen this movie and you're interested in checking out some you know movies from back in the backpack that's not too far back but back in the backpack i think this is a movie that you should check out like um because i it's just a film now i know jazz checked out the show i did check out the show Mm. so the show started in like uh 2015 let me just uh, <clears throat> double check because i think the remake came out first in 2013 and then the show popped up now the remake doesn't use any of the same characters so it's not really connected and the new mo- or new movie that just came out evil dead raz is not connected through the characters it's connected through the necromicon mm-hmm. so let's go and look oh yeah it started in 2015 so this came out afterwards Ash is working at S-Smart. You know, he to come back. And you see at the end of Evil of Army of Darkness, he gets sent back to his time. But he gets sent back with the fucking Necromicon. He, I don't know why they let this irresponsible motherfucker have it. I don't think he should have that. He can't even stock no light bulbs, right? Y'all don't need to be having him do nothing in this. I don't know how he still have a job. I guess it's just the power of being a middle-aged white man. And he just get to keep his job and nobody want to say nothing to him. Because that's wild as a bitch. They would have been fired my ass. Um... But he, somebody turns to a deadite, then there's deadites in there. Like, what happens is, he, you see him working, right? Barely working, because you got some um, people who work with him. You know, gang gang, we in here, Pablo. Which he also makes a lot of racist comments about Pablo. Like, not, like, they're not, they're like old man race. Like, remember mm-hmm. the level we was on the um, White People Won't Save You podcast? They had the three levels. This yes. is like the le- level one or between level one, level two. Racism. That shit killed it, me. Yes. Check out their podcast. Yes. Yes. But... 
there he's like, you know, let's we're gonna go do this. We're gonna go have you know burritos. Or something. He was like, you know, I'm not Mexican or something. I mean, granted, burritos are kind of common, but he was like, they'll say some shit. He'd be like, you know, mm, that's a little racist, dude. I don't know. And I'm like, y'all are. Do, do people find that funny? Like, or is that just a part of his personality? Because that's something I can't overlook. I can't keep running with you. I mean, I know the deadites are the bigger fish to fry, but you about to get your ass whooped. You got one more joke, okay? You got one more time to try to say something weird, or I'm gonna I'm gonna send you to the deadites. <laughs> Send you to the tonight. I'm tired of your shit. Unamas. Yes. One, one more time. One more time. You're pushing it. You're pushing it, Mr. Uh, Ash. But either way, then he's just working in the store and he done got drunk with a bitch. And this is how the whole show kick off. He done got drunk with a bitch and they done started reading from the bully want to see something cool, trying to impress the young bitches. Because, you know, he's st- Ash stay getting to the bitches. Mm-hmm. Stay getting to the bitches. He sure does. And, yes. And he opened a book and they are reading from the Necromicon, which kicks off the whole shit again. It kicks off. Everybody comes in here and everybody's fucking fighting and shit. Now. Like, we're well, not fighting, but the evil is trying to find a hose and it's definitely looking for Ash. Because it's like, bitch, I remember your ass from 30 years ago. You tried to play. I'm about to whoop your ass, bitch. You thought I forgot. I never forget. The beef never dies. So, you know, the Deadites are really trying to whoop Ash ass. And the daughter from the second movie. Although I feel like in that movie, she definitely met her doom. Uh, So I don't really, I think she met her doom in that movie. So I don't know why she's running around this one in the show. But mm-hmm. fuck it, if that's what, maybe got another daughter. Maybe there's two daughters. I don't hey, know. you know, surprises. Hey. Oh, but she said she found him up there. So I'm like, no, you went up there. I don't know. Maybe, whatever. She's looking for his ass too for reasons, clearly. But they also, the hard sell of that is, you know, Tony from Girlfriends is in there, right? And yes, and th- that would, would have been fine until one, that wig was out of control. Like they the way they were zooming in, I don't know if it's the HD on the Netflix, but I'm like, ain't no way I should be able to see the wig cap lace, right? Like this is the, the way that the wig is set up. I, ain't no way I should be able to see, I shouldn't be able to see that. Or it should be styled in a way that it's not the worst wig I've seen, mm-hmm. but also y'all are doing a lot of close-ups. Like this is the best wig we've seen and it's not. Second of all, y'all trying to make me believe that tony tony childs from girlfriends would be fucking old motherfucking bruce campbell y'all are playing in my face hey we love reaching for the sky baby you gotta reach Reach for the sky tony childs you thought tony because the way she just joined the group and i wonder maybe the deadites just you know reunite people you know maybe we was beefing or i would never in my life but then the deadites came out and you know what we had a change of heart maybe that's what it was but also i'm having a hard time believing this um but groovy, yeah. It's it's not bad. If you want to see Ash go on small adventures with Deadites, I think this is your bag. So if you enjoy two a lot, I think this is pretty good. Pretty good for you. But I, I like two, but I don't like as much as one. So the show is fine. I probably might finish the show. I watched all of season one. That was fun. Yeah, it's fun. It, I wasn't bored. I'll say that. Okay, okay, okay. Well, y'all heard it from Jazz. Um, this, this is a time, this is a show. Um, I'm still going to check it out just for research purposes. So I appreciate you. You did not spoil it too much for me. Shout out to you. And like Jazz said, like it kind of, it all connects. All the stories connect, but Evil Dead 2013 remake, reimagining definitely feel like that's a bit different than the other movies. Um, it very much steps away from the kind of campy, wrote, 
that the last two films were kind of going and it's very much like grounded in the OG shit. Like we out here making kneecaps tingle. We out here getting back to the house and the cabin in the woods. We out here making shaky decisions with trees. Not exactly, but exactly. But also like we're out here getting back to the scares and I was a fan. I, I Somebody was like, there was a part there. It still had comedic relief in this movie. And I was like, damn, bitch, can't find it. Was it when the arm fell off? Because I didn't laugh. I was just like, ah. Or when she was like, don't do it. No, don't do it. Don't do it. That might have been. Okay, maybe. she was telling her, don't do it. Because I can see how that would be funny a little bit. But also, I'm still so stressed that this bitch is trying to cut this arm off that I can't laugh right now, bitch. I'm stressed, okay? She was I think also crazy for this in, that movie, ba- in that basement. Yeah. This movie is really good. And then it's more money. So you see that money because in the OG in 1981, you can see people arm. You can see people, oh, you know, there's a lot of mistakes that you can see and people see it as charm and some people see it as, you know, I don't like this bad, you know, I don't like to see that kind of stuff. Me, I don't, I really don't give a damn most of the time, especially if the movie is fun enough. I don't even be catching that shit. <laughs> I don't even be catching that shit until like time number three. So I mean, whatever. But this kind of movie kind of removes a lot of that. You don't have any of that charm. There is no charm. This is blood, guts and ass and scares. It is like, no, 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 no. We want you to have a nightmare. Okay, one by one, we will take you. I was like, "Mm, I'm closing my sweater. I am buttoning up the top button. I am shook. That is also how I felt. Um, Just to give you premise for this movie. So it differs a little bit from the other ones, but everyone clearly is going back to the cabin. And this time they are going to support Mia. Like, so there's no Ash guys in this film um, directly. There's no Ash. I know there's like a a splash of Ash after the credits, apparently. But we're going to this uh, cabin because, you know, Mia's uh, friend, and their friends and their well their brother shows up later and they want to help her you know because she is she's suffering from addiction and we know opioids like really be whooping people's ass like it's very crazy it's wild out here and not trying to be dismissive but like it's a wild thing out here and so I, I don't like the backhanded comment, comment that is said by one of the characters, like, oh, like Mia has done this before. She's made this giant declaration that she would not um, do the drugs anymore and she would get clean. Um, but essentially, I'm just like, y'all are nowhere near a hospital. Um, yes, there is a medical trained professional here, but y'all are not like, this is not your lane. You are not a psychiatrist. You do not deal with people who deal with addiction directly. You, Yeah, you might know what to do like when people pull up, but like, this is not 100% your wheelhouse. This is not the place to do it. It does not look sterile in here. It stinks. And most importantly, like for y'all to be in this building and be in this house, and just like the first uh, movie, this is a part of someone's property. Y'all ain't been here so long, bitch. People that had a saint came in here and had all kinds of rituals and shit. You can't smell them dead fucking cats in the basement. I'm just sitting here like, it's just, it's just not giving. I don't know why you're putting yourself in this situation. I appreciate the story because I like a little entertainment, but also like, my goodness. And there's always one guy with the glasses who wants to read the book. Stop reading. This is the time to put the book away. Bruh. Because I, and this one was a, not as egregious as when we get to that new one. But he was like, oh, let me just start saying the words, do Eric. All right. L- let me tell you something. Eric, I ought to whoop your ass. You go open the book. Oh, I don't know. Oh, let me start reciting the Latin out loud. Why can't people ever read it in their head? Y'all know how to read silently? Like, between that and then press and play on the tape. 
Because once you press play oh. on the tape, like, doesn't the, don't you feel that chill creeping up your spine? There's nothing like your senses aren't tingling saying, hey, maybe I should not press on this. Because you notice when people press the button, they're like, oh no, I want to backtrack. Now you can't turn the shit off. It happens in this movie. It happens. It really, really happens in Evil Dead Rise. Like, oh no, I think I just, just Savage, I was just playing. And, and you're not playing, bitch, because the ghost ain't trying to hear that. The fucking demons is not trying to hear that. They are not, oh, you can't backpedal now, girl. You didn't swam into the deep end, and now you better learn how to trail water because this is it for you. It's really it, bitch. That's all you're getting. We're done with your shenanigans. You should have fucking. You shouldn't have fucking played. But Eric reads the book, and as soon and I'm like, a lot of times when they start reading the book and shit start chanting, I'm like, the wind be moving, the lights be flickering a little bit. You none of this shit telling you to stop. You just gonna keep on going after you see all this shit. All right, well, whatever. They read it, and now guess what? You're about to meet your doom because. Mia's already the fuck outside because you know she's going through withdrawal. She is sick. She's going through a fucking lot. And of course, it's going to attach, the demon going to attach itself to her because she's the weakest one right now. She's going through a lot. She come back in like the trees and the trees wrap around her. You see this shit going all inside her. That's what I'm like. Mm, did y'all really step away from the scene? Y'all just did the diet version of that scene in the first one. But either way, she come back with her ass whoop and it's like, I got to go. And the girl is going to tell her. And mind you, she, I think she's like a nurse. Okay. You're a nurse, Olivia. You are not like a doctor and a therapist just like Kat said so she does this before she doesn't she's trying to leave don't, don't you see all the blood and shit on her don't you see her getting her ass whooped she's getting her ass whooped like she looked like somebody beat her up she didn't do that to herself this is not scream four she didn't throw herself through a fucking table bitch what is going on in here y'all need to take her to a hospital and y'all all need to go y'all all need to leave but they don't she they because they can't go anywhere because i think um they get to the bridge and the bridge is fucking fucked can't go. Yeah, it's it's definitely a choice. They are trapped and I am stressed for them. But you know what? This is what the fuck they get. They shouldn't have came out there. This is not the things that they needed to do. You think you're about to get out with your car. You're dead fucking wrong. You're never getting out. You are trapped. And now you're stuck here with Mia. Somebody's getting stabbed in all the face with the damn needle. Um, Somebody's getting their arms chopped off. People's kneecaps getting scraped off. The girl got to use the goddamn um electric knife to chop her arm off. Like, it's literally too titty in here. Everyone is dead. Everyone's a deadite. R.I.P. guys. And the brother and sister reunion show begins. Everyone's dead. Everyone's dead. Also, there's great gore with like mouth split, splitting open, tongues getting cut open, all kinds of needles. You talked about the needle in the eye, but also getting bludgeoned with the back of a toilet seat yeah the gore is very realistic and it is sometimes hard to fucking watch just letting y'all know in advance but mm. after everybody's dead eye and we start you know the brother says the brother's like maybe he can save mia so at first it's like you gotta dismember the body and he's like bro i can't do that but he's like maybe you know if i bury her or whatever or you know something like that i could just bring her back to life and then she i could save my sister because you know he's like an absentee brother he don't be around like that and they mention that a lot. But he starts to get the shit together and bury her and help her. But it doesn't go his way. It starts raining fucking blood everywhere. Okay. There's another Mia because there's two motherfuckers. Okay. And then, of course, at this point, Eric hasn't turned yet. When they get in the mm-hmm. car, they get ready to go. They go in. Eric turns and fucking whoops her brother ass. He should have never like, went back in that house. He, I, just, I, I know we had to go back and retreat with him, but you had everything you needed. You didn't have to go. You could have just left. Damn, David. Damn. I mean, you know, obviously now we got to blow the house up, but we could have just left. Like, this just could have been a thing. Now the abomination is here, ready to rock and roll. 
Yeah, it is. So Mia got to fight herself. The car fall on her arm. She got to take her own arm off. So this is how she got the, you know, the armless situation. It's raining blood. She is like, the ending is really, who intense. Her brother, David, sacrificed himself, blow the whole house, set everything on fire. Because, you know. We got to burn this shit down with the book. Although mm-hmm. the book does not burn in fire because we know that Ash has tried this. Y'all are not destroying the book. Also, you showed in the beginning of the movie, the book is impervious to flames. Like you're throwing it in and it's just like, it's just that happened. It's just licking the book. That's all it's doing. I really just want to see this v- the scene of Mia versus Mia with me versus me with Muddy Bag Yo playing. Um, that's really just what, yep, exactly. Because that song slaps. Um, and that's exactly the theme of the end of this movie. It was me versus me. And Mia came out on top, I guess. I don't know, question mark, because... Because here's the real thing. Although you, I feel like everybody thinks they defeated whatever the, the Kandarian um, demons are or whatever demon they want to be this week. I really feel like the demons are still in the trees, just aggressively whipping around like a like a drone just in the in the cameras, just whoosh, 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 sitting around flying around in the um in the crowd and getting it popping. Um, but I really enjoyed this movie, like the 2013 reimagining or whatever that people want to call it. It was a breath of fresh air. I thought it re- it brought life back into the franchise or whatever. For those who were tired of the slapstick or just wanted something different, I felt like this was it. If I still can't find the JKs, but I would be like, yes, an underrated version for this is that girl. I think it's a great uh fa- friend family uh reunion video movie option. Everybody just tune into it. And then also my thoughts were going to this and then seeing Evil Dead Rise. Like I didn't really have any expectations. I didn't see um, the trailer like a lot of people did. Um, I didn't dislike this movie. It very much landed at a three out of five for me. So just to let y'all know where I stand out the gate. Uh, However, I see a lot of things that try to do. Like I said, it just reminded me a lot of Satan Slaves Communion. Um, I did not like that all the brown people died ASAP. I'm going to step out and say that I did not like that at all. Um, So just letting you know where I stand on that. Um, I did like that we tried something different, that it wasn't in the cabin and we were in an apartment um, and we're, you know, centering around this mom who just accidentally got the spirit because her fucking son can't just mind their business. Um, You know, I do like that they just discovered this book randomly in the bank because, you know, the earthquakes, that earthquake shit is scary. And you have an earthquake in a scary ass old apartment. Like, hello. Also, this old ass dank apartment very much gave shaky out of touch apartment just like Satan's slaves. Yes, definitely that. I do want to talk about the children because you mentioned it earlier. This was a down point, like a this movie lost points because you have these kids and they're, they're not back. You're like, oh, okay, kids in here. And the kid, you know the kid's in danger because you know they bought the, the Necromicon is about to enter their life. But the fucking son, we have... Like, first of all, at this point, you live if you live in a place that where there are earthquakes at any point, right, you should have some kind of earthquake. Like, you you know what to do. One thing you shouldn't do is go into basements further. Like, you shouldn't. Yeah, no. You see a crack open in the ground. You think you about to go into there and collect, go and fish around and look for shit? Are you stupid? Are you stupid? And he is. And, you know, usually I'll call teenagers dumb like that, but he just like, I'm going to take the book upstairs. Okay, first of all, you going down there, one red flag. Two, you taking the book from there, second red flag. You getting it open with a blood sacrifice, right? You had to get blood, and that's not present in the first, second, or third movie. But when you see Ash vs. Evil Dead, there's a scene where the book getting blood affects it. So it's not quite like this. But I'm like that that tells us a lot more about the Necromicon 
kind of books anyway. If they get some blood, they can start doing some strange shit, some extra shit. They get a little, you know, they start turning up. You don't open the book and now you, not only are you flipping through the pages and the sisters flip through the pages like, bitch, you need to get rid of this shit right now. This shit is not cool, bro. This shit is scary, bitch. And he's like, I'm gonna get rid of it. Liar. This motherfucker's gonna not only not get rid of it, Pull out the motherfucking record tracks and put the record tracks on his whack ass DJ shit. That's another point it lost when they try to make him. Now he a kid, maybe he just practicing, but he was. They were trying to zoom in on him going ever ever. He was not ever ever in the right place. Jasmine, I ain't like that. It was not. <laughs> Give a DJ hero. Freaking freaking. I was like, oh, okay. Well, you know, he maybe he's just a baby and he's just learning and trying. You got to start somewhere, but also not y'all zooming in and spending that much time on these songs. And he is not. Now, if he was a fire-ass DJ, okay. It's like that little um, video where they got like, you don't need no other body. But they got fucking Shake That Monkey beat in the background. Now, if he was doing that. Yes. This is ghetto. <laughs> I love this. I here's the thing for me. I'm really just like once again, there's nothing about anything you just found that made you nervous. Like you went down into this crack, into a hole, into a bank that is underneath the building where you live. You already live in an old building. So it's an even older bank that exists under this old building. And you found this text that was surrounded by a bunch of holy pieces and and symbols and hidden in a crypt underground and nothing in a in a so it possibly was behind like a large heavily bolted guarded door nothing about this makes you nervous first of all you wasn't even getting like the jewels or the money you went after the scary ass book dumb dummy and it was crosses dangling all over the shit where you got the book i ain't going over there Bruh, I know you, maybe you don't go to church. I don't know what you do. But if I see something surrounded by crosses, just like the little, uh, was it Annabelle creation or whatever, the one where it, they open the closet, it's all these Bible passages and crosses. I would have immediately shut that fucking door and said, you know what? This thing needs a whole lot of Jesus. So maybe I shouldn't touch it. Whether I believe, don't believe, whatever. I'm not interested. I'm no longer interested in this. This is clearly something that is dangerous, bitch. All dependence. And dependence was trembling and shaking too. Bitch, what the fuck? It was. And I know there was like a ghost wind and all this other stuff. And just to let y'all know before we dive in deep, like we're going to chop it up about this movie. So if you have not seen this movie yet, and if you have not pressed pause because you accidentally forgot and you was, you know, doing some other stuff, girl, and then you was like, we were they talking about stuff. Baby, we are talking about the latest movie. Okay, I'm gonna yes. make sure I put a spoiler alert in the um in the bio so people be like, oh girl, what the fuck going on? Here we go. Let me tell you. So yes, it just it it was like all right, all right. But you know, you bring it home. You had a nerd to press play because you're curious. Okay, we wouldn't have a movie. This subplot, we'll get to that in a second. Um, and the mom's just in here, just trying to you know she's trying to get back upstairs. And while she's getting upstairs, it's familiar. Shoom. And at first, when the movie opens, because the movie doesn't open with this family. There's like we see the end first, and then we get back to it at the end the end of the beginning and then we visit the beginning at the end if that makes sense but at first in the beginning you're thinking it's like the normal shot like we're used to like all these swooping cameras going through trees going over lakes and it really does end up being a a droid um camera at this point like a what is it like a whatever the fuck girl you know to do. Little, you know the little um they're not a, i don't know what i'll be calling them droids like they just be flying drones, drones, they're drones by, yeah. i'm like a grandpa it's the droids it's the droids in the sky we are mimas okay <laughs> Um, but the little, uh, you literally just said the same thing. It's a little, the little flying airplane in the sky. So, you know, it's out here just getting to the cameras, getting to the views, getting to the angles. And so, um, 
it's it's very interesting also how that plays into the dead eye shit too so we're gonna leave that there but it's 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 a movie y'all it's a movie. Um, the camera, the ghost come and whoops her ass. Instead of her getting entangled in like trees, she's getting entangled in the elevator. This whole elevator situation, shaky elevators are stressy, stressful, period. You ever just been in a hotel and the elevator just start making a little bit too much noise? Girl. Or it just take a little too long. To, mm, just a little stall. Just mm. I'm like, uh, okay. We gonna die. Okay. <laughs> Shit. There's always, always something happening to a single uh, single mama, too. Like, if there's a single parent household, the parent always got some bullshit happening to them, and now the kids got to fight for their life um, to make sure that the mama good or they not getting their ass whooped. And that's ultimately what happens in this movie. Um, I do like, and I don't want to spoil too much because it just came out, and um, so, you know, we're going to talk about it. But still, like, you know, people are like, oh, my God, no. But um, I did like how the kids weren't safe. Uh, everybody was up for grabs. That's what I mean. I mean, we're not purposely targeting kids, but everyone was up on the chopping block. So I did like that. Once again, I did not like how all the brown people died, got their ass slaughtered, honored in the hallway. I do like how it opens up the lore for possibly future films. I did hear that the creator of this film was open to making about three to four more. They had three to four more scripts in their pocket in case people had questions. So I, I, I'm glad that they're able to, you know, attempt to secure a bag. I see that for you. Um, and it's out here. Like there are people out here checking out. There are people who really enjoy this film. They're really excited about it. And that's awesome. I do like that they tried something different. Um, I like that there was a lot of blood, guts, and ass. There were a couple things. I just, I think for me, like I didn't, I don't need to connect with the characters, but I think they really wanted us to like feel for these characters. And I did not like the auntie and she like wanted to be, you know, um, all up in, you know, living that fire sign ass life. And I love that for them. And then also them catching the pregnant. So they got to come home and tell their sister, you know, Hey girl, I'm sorry that I missed all your calls because I was too busy outside, like living a life and playing with, and, you know, fixing on guitars. But, you know, uh, I caught the pregnant and I'm nervous and I'm trying to figure out what all going on here, but you know, we're going to go through this tragedy together. Like it was a, it was a different spin on it. Um, but I was like, y'all really want me to care about her. And I don't, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't care about her or her baby. I'm sorry. And I just think that cause they just, they only inserted the baby portion for, I think that there, uh, there to be a deadite scene, you know, talking about that. I would have loved for it to be just um, a come to Jesus moment as a sister. Like you realize you out on the road doing the guitar stuff and you missed a call and you checking your voice notes and you finally listen to all the voice notes you missed. And then you come speeding home and make, try to make right. That yeah. would have been a better story and just focus on her and the sister. Fuck, fuck this baby. Like, and it's not that, that babies can't be like a pop, pop point, but it's just that y'all threw that in here. And like, what's supposed to be a good mother now. That's not, you fought deadites for like a few hours. Like, I don't know if, that's gonna even fare well and i'm like that's if you keep the baby after all of this uh because that was a stressful event i'm surprised you still here yeah honestly and now you have this little baby with you which i guess i would have actually loved if um that little baby would have turned into a deadite because you know what i liked the sister older sister the best because she was the only one trying to make some fucking sense and i would have liked for the brother which he does you know turn and i would have liked for the little sister to turn because her stupid ass opened that bucket door yes that's what you get that's what you get you play you play dumb games you get dumb prizes okay yes she's little but you know you shouldn't open that fucking door girl Oh, uh, yeah, no, no, I agree. I think they could have rolled out. Also, I watching this movie, I was like, are the youngest siblings like the weirdos of the family? Is that what's going on here? Because um, maybe I was projecting for my own family and for oh people I know. Uh, but this little girl out here, 
Mick and Stephanie took me the fuck down. I, and I not weird Stephanie, in a bad though. way, but Stephanie really took me out. And Stephanie is very creepy. Um, so I'm like, so are the younger kids, like the creepy kids of the family? Like, what's going on here? Stephanie was a choice. I wanted Stephanie to have a high pony. To be quite honest, Stephanie Would gave, um, yes, uh, Car- was it Carly Jo Beth or whatever the girl's name is from The Haunted Mask and how she had that damn her head on the staff and she had the mask on her head from Goosebumps. That's what this movie reminded me of. So that was fun for that. You're like, what? You remember that show? I, I know what you're talking about. You yeah. had to like, once you said Goosebumps, I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I get what you're talking about. It reminded me a little bit of Toy Story about that that baby doll head with, oh, the that legs, too. with a set of the legs that got a staff. Um, just very strange. Stephanie tried to protect her, but it wasn't enough. These are Dead Ice, baby. You playing in the big leagues. I think you need a Kandarian um, Stephanie. Stephanie needs some Kandarian chance in, etched in the side to save you because the Dead Ice are whooping y'all ass. Also, with us, with, on the subject of all the brown people dying at the beginning... It would have been at least nice. Y'all killed them off. We don't even get a lot of deadite moments from them. You know, we don't. You, you, we don't. You get the they're all chanting "Dead by Dawn," which I found annoying. I know it's from another movie, and I know it's a callback, but it just didn't have. It didn't feel as creepy. One, it, I feel like it went on a pitch too long. Two, and I also was like, okay, I would have liked those deadites to terrorize them a little more because that was their only entry. That's what it made it so whack. When in the other movie, when they chant that, they was whooping your ass. They were. And then also, like, there's a scene when, you know, they're in the hallway trying to get out. And I think, like, it adds to the scariness because you're like, okay, like, are they going to wake up when they're walking by? Like, what's going on? I think at some point I wanted to see them move or maybe get up because they were just there. And I do like that. They do, but, like, mm, they don't do enough. And I really want it, especially for a movie that's, like, what, two hours long. You could have gave us less of the auntie vibes because you have a lot of the auntie listening to also i don't know why she's not watching these kids more like i know she don't know how to parent but you just yeah watch your sister y'all all need to be in the same fucking room what are we talking about here girl there were choices made i will say that i did like the abomination creature in this film it very much gave society um i liked how it was creepy and peeked through the thing and i thought it was creepy when the mom was like i just want to crawl inside of your bodies and then we all just be together and i was like yeah creepy sentences let's get it i like that like that shit was creepy there was some creepy words here so this movie wasn't all thumbs down like there were a lot of plus moments for me i liked some of the dialogue i liked the, just the off-puttedness of the family the the scenario the setting that the characters lived in like it's an old beat up apartment building and they're not even like living there for long they have to get the fuck out because the owner is ready to demolish the building so these people are already in a shaky situation like they have to get the fuck out. The mom, her husband walked away from her. The sister and the mom got beef unbeknownst to the sister because she ain't answered the phone because she was too busy being like YOLO and trying to get to the bag and, this, and not realizing that her family like wanted her to tap in for two seconds. So it was a, um an interesting family connection story. Of course, everyone didn't make it out to the end because in true dead eye fashion that's not how that goes so shout out to uh lee cronin for keeping that up um i really appreciate that like you know i see the vision um i like like i said the scenarios i like how some of the makeup was looking i will say i wish there was more sfx and prosthesis i'm not going to say i don't know how much was it was not used but i say that because the cgi just overshadowed it for me it very much gave like if somebody kept the filter on for instagram and now i can tell this 
a filter on there, like even in the poster for the film. Like I'm just like, okay, like I get it, but I wish I wish it wasn't so heavy on the Photoshop. Um, I did like the heavy blood usage. Um, the scene in the in the parking lot very much felt like forced in the throat, like, yeah, let me just, you gotta know it's this kind of movie. I gotta send, I gotta bring it home for you. And I'm like, okay, bro. I, I saw it better in a 2013 movie, but okay, okay, okay. Um, I do like that they used a lot of characters or um, actors um, or actresses or however folks like to be, you know, however they identify. I like how we had a bunch of new faces. I really like that. Some of the kills in this movie were really gnarly. Like it was some scenes that made my kneecaps tingle. There was some scenes that got me. Baby girl was eating glass. Why we got to eat glass like that? Like that's got to hurt. I don't know. Your throat itch. Oh, it's wild. It's just crazy. Oh. But um, yeah, no, I, I thought, oh, I really like how when we get to the end of the movie where, you know, the girl in the apartment building who must have lived all the, above all the bullshit somehow get affected in the parking lot and she takes that shit on her friend Cation. The the cabin in the woods was a triangle that very much gave like midsummer feels. I like the um camera lens usage so it kind of gave like a fish eye so it made everything rounded. So it made the focal point kind of go on this midsummer type triangle house. And I know that like there are cabins that are triangular like that, but it very much is going to give Midsummer for me because yellow triangle house. Oh my God. I like how it just spread on into everything. Like I like how it's like, all right, cool. Like this story's out here, but I don't know. I think I could have just needed a little more. I didn't know what that extra umph is that I was, I wasn't necessarily looking for because I once again wanted to go with blind, but I felt like, you know, somebody didn't put enough salt on it for me, but I didn't dislike it, but it still needed a little pepper. It needed a little bite. It didn't have the same bite as the rest of the films. And I do want to say that the 2015, 2013 remake was directed by Fetty Alvarez, who did Don't Breathe. And he also did like writing for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022. Uh, That's interesting. I just didn't know that. But those films are really, yeah, those films are like a lot of stress and tension. And you can kind of feel that. And the new one is, you like you said, Lee Cronin. He did Hole in the Ground. I don't know if anybody else seen I haven't that. seen anything. I've seen Hole in the Ground. I liked Hole in the Ground, actually. It's pretty fun. But it's, I don't know. They're kind of different movies. Like, visually, you can see some similarities. But there's a lot more scares in this, um, in um, Evil Dead Rise, in comparison to Hole in the Ground. But also, it's a different kind of, you know creature or horror going on so you can only do but so much going on with that but i liked that so i mean it has its problems it definitely has its problems when she was eating glass i liked the scene until she said something about the tummy i i I wonder if it's the word tummy that i don't like as soon as people start saying tummy i'm like girl shut up (laughs) like shut up and i'm like that might be a personal thing for me i don't know how i felt about the big creation at the end I don't know if I liked it or not. Okay. I'm not. That's why I was like, I think I need to see it again because I, it gave me jangly man a little bit with extra limbs, but I kind of liked it. But also, I don't know. I feel like we might've spent a little bit too much time with, or maybe we saw it a little too early, or maybe I should have seen parts of it. And then the whole thing, because as soon as that bitch is together, you already know what it is. You already know what they about to do. They show you putting the bitch together. It's not bad though. I do. It's, it's fine. I, I'm not mad at it. Um, and the main auntie character, I they t- pretty much turn her into Ash at the end. And I would have loved for her to earn that because I don't feel like she earned that. <laughs> I don't I I needed her to see see her whoop a little bit more ass than that. Or to like really step up 
in a way. And that's why I really would have liked for them to exclude that baby situation, make her just come and try to take up for her family and put her in a position where she has to now protect her sister's family because her sister is fucked. So not only do you get to not have to help, you got to really pull the weight now. And I would have loved to see her step up in every way. And even if she made some pitfalls or she fucked up a few times, she fucked up way too much for her to get the ass treatment at the end to me. But it looked good. It looked good. But you know, I'd still watch it again. I'm not mad at it. It's a little long, too. I will say that. It's a little long. It is a little long. But, you know, I definitely like the open title card, too. I really was like... Yeah, that was good. I really want to box people in the face because I didn't fall victim to this. But I don't like that people were trying to, like, spoil this movie for folks on the internet. Somebody uploaded, like, just recently, apparently, somebody uploaded a whole thing of fucking Scream 6 on twitter and shit and i'm just like y'all are not well y'all are not well y'all need to cut this shit out um so i don't like that but cute title card very fire like this movie i don't think i'm gonna see it in the movies again i'm gonna wait for it to stream at home but i will say if someone else or someone decided to take a jab at it again and brought it and just you know went down the spice aisle one more time um i might press play yeah i'm gonna press play again and if it streams i'll sure I'm definitely going to watch it. Because again, I've seen worse. I've seen worse. It's it's not too bad. I do want to like give it some more looks, especially after I've now revisited like the entire franchise before seeing it again. Because I think I watched the first one before going to this one, but I hadn't rewatched the second one in Army of Darkness and everything else. So, you know, I might have a different like different set of peepers when I uh, look at it this time. But I am interested to know, what do you guys think about the franchise? What do you guys think about the new movie that came out? Do you think there are evil dead, bad evil dead movies? How do you, like, what's your ranking? I saw a lot of interesting rankings when I asked. Some people put Army of Darkness up there far. And some people put Evil Dead Rise, the new one up there next to the first one. Like straight up, and I was like, "Wow, that's bold. okay." Hey, all right, all right. I love that Whoa. for you. Okay, exciting. Hey. All right, but again, there's a lot of interesting takes, and a lot of people really love this movie. Um, so, what do you guys think? You can let us know at grltspod at gmail You can also pull up on us at girl that's scary on Twitter and Instagram. You know, we be out there as long as Twitter is still here because okay, you know it's still okay. going down the drain. Um, yeah, pull up there. We have a website, www.girlthatscary.com. Mm-hmm. If you want to get into our bonus content, we have extra episodes. You get to vote on a main episode that comes into the feed. You have a Discord, just all kinds of fun bonus things, early releases. If you want to get in on that, you can pull up to www.patreon.com forward slash girl that's scary and join a tier so you can um get into the extra stuff we really appreciate all of our patrons that support us um because yes we we be needing the support life is hard girl it's it's wild out here how are y'all doing are y'all all right i hope y'all are okay as humanly possible it's it's shaky out here treat yourself to that ice cream bro Dicey. Yeah. Ooh, I want some ice cream. Either way. (laughs) Yeah, pull up on us. Let us know how you feel about Evil Dead and all of the movies. Let us know your rankings. And until next time, y'all. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.